This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Mark Elliott Zuckerberg, born May 14th, 1984, American business magnate, internet entrepreneur, and philanthropist, and still the most important person in the game of social media and the metaverse. It's Mark Z. My name is Tim. My name is Matt. This is Ear Buddies Season 2, baby. Buckaroo, it's always a little scary to be intimidating to to be in the same room as you when we record. Well, buddy, it's happened. Well, this is the second time ever. Yeah, that's right. That has happened. And I know the first time we struggled with... Do we make eye contact? Mm-hmm. Do do we? There's there's no there's no barrier there, and even though we are good friends, best friends, I I would say that. Heck, I mean, yeah, we're best friends. We're it's, very close. We're, we're very close. It's 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 different having a conversation that you know is going to go out to millions of people. Potentially, yes, and <laughs> probably. Right. It's hard. Um, it feels like the world is watching. And in some ways, you feel like you're performing, which That's is so right. strange because you and I have such a natural rapport. Uh, <laughs> yes, we do. It doesn't feel performative at all, but now as we do this in the same room, I can reach out and touch you. In fact, I just did. Wow. We're holding hands now. That's nearly nice. Uh, it's tough, pal, because what do people love about this pod? They say, I love your buddies because it's just like hearing my two pals just talking, just being natural, shooting it, you know? Yep. And here it feels, um, well, it feels manufactured now. It does. It does. And I hate that. Should we? I do love seeing you, though. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great to see and be seen. Um, I think we just got to power through and try I, and act normal about this. Sure. Just be cool. Season two of Ear Buddies began uh, two weeks ago, three weeks, whatever. Uh, this is the third episode of season two, but. We were highly preoccupied yeah. in the first couple. Yep. Like, we we had to just fire off those takes about Taylor. And Halloween. And, right, Norwegian black metal. Yeah, we were... We were it was our own fault. We were a little caught off guard. Yeah. It's, it's not like it was a surprise album drop from Taylor. I mean, no. we knew this was happening. But uh, it, it seemed... Uh, irresponsible to not immediately address that we would have been negligent i think to to talk about anything except midnights on ep one yep ep two i mean look we love the holidays we love spooky season (laughs) yeah what are we gonna do not i mean it came out on halloween yeah you're expecting a halloween episode we're gonna give you a halloween episode so we haven't really had a chance just to catch up as pals, as buddies. And that's what we're doing today, folks. I'm turning to the audience now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to just get caught up. How was your summer? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what have you learned? What big epiphanies have you had? 
you know, we've been we've been out in the world here, not sharing our thoughts mm-hmm. every week. But Lord knows we were thinking. <laughs> That's right. We we don't take a break from from thinking. Uh, I think, you know, I guess Tim, how was your summer? It was good, pal. It was busy. Yeah. What 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 were you up to? Well, I moved. Oh, congrats! I've got a baby. Double congrats. We've talked. Thanks. Like it's good that we took the summer off because I had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to be a good father. Sure. Good it spouse. Seems like you're doing all right. Family man. Yeah. And um, to do that, I think I I just couldn't. I couldn't continue the every Monday thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about what's different now versus then. <laughs> sure. Hard for me to put to words. Right. But. There's some je ne sais quoi here in the air where it's like, I think now I can handle, I think every, all of us as a family can mm-hmm. handle it. Emotional bandwidth. I get it, buddy. I right. do. Yeah, you, you got it, buddy. Uh, how was your summer? Mine was good as well. Uh, I was, you know, honestly thrilled that we uh, took this hiatus because I was bopping around all over the country. Wow. Uh, with my other pursuits. And uh, are we ever going to say what those are? I haven't yet. Um, <laughs> I, I don't guess, think we need to. I guess if you know, you know. You um, but yeah, I don't. I don't love a lot of cross promotion or. I get that cross contamination. I guess there you go. Um, this That's is this is. is this is pure thought here. All right, this is scholarship. I don't. I this don't. is a safe space, pal. You don't have to worry about <laughs> your other status or anything. Yeah, thank God. Uh, but yeah, I was all over the place, and um, I now I. I could have forced an episode every Monday, sure, but the quality would have dropped, and a lot of it would have been in hotel rooms and through, you know, iPhone voice memos. Mm. Just not, not what the people have come to expect from yeah. everybody. So, uh, but yeah, it was good. I'm I'm feeling great. I'm feeling refreshed. I am ready to get back in the saddle and uh, ride this horse right into the sunset mm. over the next however long it <laughs> takes us. So, Matt. Uh, let me start. Let me start here, because you shared. Uh, well, I shared a voice memo you sent me about right. country music, kind of in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you, not necessarily about country, but what have your listening habits been like in this time? What's been? What kind of music have you consumed in the last little while, and and what what are you taking away from it? Great question. Um, so yeah, I remember our. Uh our New Year's episode, Tim. Yeah. We had some resolutions, some goals, ways to be better listeners sure. of music and maybe people. Uh, and I really put a dent in that this summer. I was... Because my thing, if you recall, was I, d- I didn't really listen to that much music. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say briefly that I... And I don't want to get too into this because this may be a whole episode on its own for some other time. I listened to a lot of the stuff that people are listening to nowadays. The and top like, 40, baby? Yeah, like, you know, the Sirius XM, the pop station, whatever's okay. whatever's on the on the charts. And it made me just not think music is that good. <laughs> I just, I was like, for a little bit there, I'm like, I don't like music. I'm tired of the medium. I just don't like it. There's nothing for me there anymore. What... 
Say more, please. <laughs> well, why? I don't want to say too much more, but a lot of it is just really bad. And this is, mm. this is, I don't know, man. I mean, am I going to do the thing where now I'm, I'm no longer 19, and so I don't like, you know, the the charts anymore? I don't want to do that. It's just, you know what I mean. I mean, it's just... Well, I do. No one would accuse you of being just a, a raw hater. Right. No, never. And if I know you, I you know, you are someone who loves pop music. I do. I love pop music. Right. So, to hear you say that... Music that, is bad. That music is bad. <laughs> I mean, this feels... <laughs> This feels pretty important to unpack. I mean, and and yet, my man, can I just say, I think I sort of agree. I have a tough. I have a tough time digging into the Hot 100 or whatever. There's not the the variety and the innovation and whatever mm-hmm. it's just it's sort of terrible and i and here's like i think that i've sort of come by this honestly yeah i think i've completely come by this honestly because i know a lot about music yeah. i've listened to a lot of tunes and for me it is all about the tunes and mm-hmm. so i think once once you have done the the listening work and you have uh you know, you're familiar with uh, trends and genres, and even for me, like producers, writers, yeah. uh, kind of how it all works. It gets it gets repetitive and boring pretty quick, uh, and especially now, um, the way that songs are, the way that they reach the top of the charts, where it's like a, a remix of a TikTok something. Sure. I'll blow up into smithereens and spew my tiny symphony all up and down a city street while trying to put my mind at ease. Like really don't want to get into that. That is another episode. But it's just, it's a lot of the same sort of just sludge. If I may uh, opine about something I know nothing about. Absolutely. And draw conclusions that I, that would make the Freakonomics guys like freak out. They'd be like, wow, look at it. Look at how far you look at, look at that leap you just made. That's excellent. <laughs> you know how, like, you know how the internet is boring now too? Yes. And the algorithms are all so entrenched. Yes. That there's really like no sense in innovating. It kind of feels like music is there right now too. Like think about social networks for just a second in like 2003, three air you know kind of when i'm like awakening to the internet right these networks would like rise to peaks and fall and just vanish and now i mean if if facebook were to go away it would be like nuking a country like it would be so seismic it's such a it's such a it's so entrenched in in what the internet is yep now that it just can't go away. Exactly. And I'm thinking about pop music, right? Like when Geta showed up and introduced the idea of like a drop in a pop song, mm-hmm. that was that was huge. That was massive. That was massive.
And when, what was the last big thing like that has changed the structure of pop music? I think it's pretty much that. And it's, we're basically sort of stuck with what we have because to do anything different, you know, it, it may not play well on TikTok. It, it may not, you know, it's just, we ha- we have established something so clear that to do anything different. Yeah. It all feels really samey. It has for a few years. Yeah, it really has. And, and it's, it's, it's really like disappointing. Um, and it's, it's fine because everything is fine. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> yeah, like, dude, it is. What are we going to do? Uh, but, I really, I try and remove myself enough from it to go back to, I don't know, let's say 2012. And we had songs like, what was it? You know, Dynamite by Tayo Cruz and like tons of stuff that Max Martin and Benny Blanco had, had written. And it was like, these were the all, it was a similar thing as today where they're similar or the same producers and writers and mm-hmm. things like that. But I can't help but still believe that there was more of a, a range more mm-hmm. of a spread back then than there is now on the on the pop charts because a bunch of people are doing a bunch of cool stuff as always that that's will right. always be the case and that's great i don't think that everything has been fully homogenized to the point where like you know nobody knows how to play an instrument anymore sure. right i'm not i'm not 75 years old yeah. but it is it's just it's not concerning because what 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 can one do? But it's it's disappointing. And with that being said, <laughs> yeah, no, this will be nice. This will be nice. One <laughs> artist I listened to this summer mm. on purpose was a fellow named Daniel Johnston. Have you ever heard of him, Tim? Not by name. Do I know his stuff? No, you don't. Daniel Johnston died in 2019. Okay. And he was one of the big um, names in what they call outsider music. Listen up and I'll tell a story About an artist growing old Some would try for fame and glory Others aren't so bold. I, I, I listened to him on purpose to try and kind of cleanse my palate. Wow. Okay. From what was happening. Outside, so outsider art as a general thing is basically art made by people who don't know what they're doing. Like naive okay. art, right? They don't have training. They don't have... Often they don't have instinct. Sometimes they don't have talent. But in general, it's just they don't... They come in... Uh, out of the cold, and they are not in the system. They don't know people. They just make the stuff, mm. and that it's enough of a movement, or, or well, I suppose that has become a genre, right? And in music, it's really interesting to listen to that kind of thing because it's uh, like Daniel uh, specifically, and he's he's like sort of the name you you hear if people are talking about outside of music. He's the example. Uh, he would just record like on a eight track uh, and he couldn't really sing and he couldn't really play guitar mm. but it is so honestly it is so nice to listen to he's got his gall to call himself that he doesn't even know where he's at 
The artist walks among the flowers Appreciating the sun He does this all his waking hours But is it really so wrong? Yeah, man, I mean, like, we, I'm, I'm hearing it here, and it's goosebump-inducing. It is a little bit, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's something. It's really something. Like, because, you know, you hear that, he can't really sing. He's playing the piano, and, like, the wrong notes are in there. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, he's not playing to a click. He's playing, like, he's recording this, like, to a cassette. And he gained a following by just, he would... I think it was in Texas, he would just hand out cassettes at shows, hmm. and a lot of people, and this was back like in the early 90s, they were like, what is this? This is this is really kind of like nothing we've ever heard before. And of course it was, because outsider art has no real influence, other than just like, they've heard music before. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it, it really... It sort of calms me down, Tim, mm-hmm. uh, when I am listening to chart stuff and, and things that are super polished and super homogenized. And the thing is, I love polish. I love pop. I love yeah. a really well done, technically well executed song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I don't know. I, I didn't mean to get this emotional this soon in this little episode. <laughs> but like, listening to this, it's like, okay, well, that's, that's why... That's what music's about. That's why it's good. It's fine. You know, mm. music is good after all. I don't think anyone ever will. It's a problem that you have. And this problem's made you ill. Listen up and I'll tell a story. Just the little that I have heard so far, it it is like hitting reset kind of on um on my musical brain yep like oh yeah okay music is music can just be some chords and a melody i and know some isn't, words. It, isn't it just nice yeah, <laughs> yeah like people you know they've they've or they've critics have have sort of lauded his music for being pure and being childlike right sure uh which if you're like if someone said that about i guess my music i'd be like oh that is really offensive, right? Because you want to be sophisticated and you want to be good at it. Uh, but it is pure and childlike, and it is the best great way. because of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. Hamana, hamana. Yeah, how about that? There you go. My music listening habit, the, uh, two two things that I'll share kind of from the summer, since, since last we spoke on hot mics. Yes. Uh, I have been feeling the same way and I've been I've been kind of bucking against this like I said for a few years where I just can't really crack whatever's hot on the radio. Mhm. Uh, it you know how like I on like <laughs> hot top 40 stations on weekends or whatever when they don't have DJs they'll just like play like a <laughs> like a 5-hour dance mix. Yep. that's kind of how it always sounds to me now i totally know what you mean is just like am i in a dance mix or what's happening and and that's tough so i have been falling back into my comfort food uh, for music which is basically music for sad girls 
Or or sad girls making music. <laughs> Great. So I know what you mean. So Phoebe Bridgers, who you showed me, yes, uh, you showed me Phoebe like two years ago. Her album Punisher. Mm-hmm. I I simply still listen to it, start to finish. Yeah, hard all to get over that one. Yep. I've also gotten way into this gal, Lizzie McAlpine. Did I send you yes. her stuff? Yes, you did. What do you think about Lizzie? Oh, I love I love Lizzie. Pull the plug in September. I don't want to die in June. I'd like to start planning my funeral. I've got work to do. Lizzie McAlpine is what I call Berkeley College of Music Corps. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's got the same sad girl stuff of Phoebe. Uh, but she has a little bit, I think, more like sophisticated like jazz training. Yeah. Which definitely which tickles my funny bone. Yep. Um, she also has what I would call Dear Evan Hansen Corps. Ooh. Tendencies. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does make sense. It does make sense. <laughs> what I mean is, she very clearly loves the musical theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to how she cuts off phrases here. I called you again. I don't know why I keep on thinking that we're friends. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. I mean, it's good. Yeah, no, it's, it's really very good. good. It's really, really good. But I do, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Just listener, go pull up the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack and That's listen really... to how Ben sings the end of every, every phrase. Every single, yeah. Just cuts it, snips it right off <laughs> with a pair of scissors. End of May or early June, this picture perfect afternoon we share. Drive the winding country road, grab a scoop at a la mode, and then we're there. And Lizzie's Lizzie's loving that. It's I'm delightful. Loving it. Yeah, it's I'm great. loving it too. She's great. She like, um, I don't think she's a big deal, but she did work with Phineas on a track. She worked with Jacob Collier, mm. who is like, yeah, real. <laughs> Jazz guys love. Yeah, jazz guys love Jacob oh, dude, Collier when he reharmonizes anything. Yeah, get, get me out of here. Yeah, that guy can't. That's like the worst song on the record. But uh, five that seconds flat is this album that I have listened to a lot this year because it's just. I think in my heart, I am stuck basically as a freshman in high school discovering emo music. And especially like emo ballads, oh, kind of like where where I was, and so these sad girls 
Really, they just they commute. They speak my language, <laughs> right? And I'm sure they would be thrilled to hear that. <laughs> so Lizzie is my wreck, and kind of just I don't bother to try to get into what's new and hot. I just kind of say I know that this isn't for me. I'm gonna just keep listening to the stuff I like. Well, and look, okay, yeah, hundred percent. I think like that is the way that people get as they grow up, which mm. is completely fine, um, like in general, right? But the thing is, too, I think it's also fair to say, getting into the hot new stuff. You know what? Uh, I know all of it. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to say, friends, but. I know exactly what is going to happen in these songs already. Is that because I am such a phenomenal scholar? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it is. (laughs) (laughs) But you, the army, I'm addressing the army here. Mm -hmm. You also know what I mean. Of course. You're smart people. uh, And you, you could guess the next thing and be right 98% of the time. Uh, which is not, it doesn't, doesn't thrill me. Uh, and so I'm, that's why I'm over it. I'm like, I know what I like. And so I listen to what I like, Tim, but I also seek out stuff that will surprise me. Like outsider music, for example. I'm really glad you showed me that. It's a great, it's a great place to kind of screw around in for a little bit because, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not a huge, um, pitchfork core kind sure. of guy uh-huh. you know i i don't the the really sort of uh cool cool indie bands that a lot of cool cool indie people listen to i'm not it, mm. it, it sort of bores me and i don't really get it yeah no i can't uh, i can't crack that either right but but i think just like looking for some some more excite like something that excites me is uh a surprise you know whether yeah. that whether that be an entire genre or like that next chord wasn't the one I was expecting or sure. even a vocal timbre. That's all. That's all so thrilling to me because even well, let's say Phoebe Bridgers, right? Yes, that was a very exciting album for both you and me, right? Because it felt new and it felt like there was something new happening that was really good and surprising and exciting yeah dude it's it's timbres like sometimes it's just wow the tone of this is really is is just right yep and that's enough to hook hook me for a while me too me too i love it like garden song the chorus there's like a an octave they're like two octaves down yes yep doubled her melody yep And, and that's it, amazing. It's amazing. And it's also like, and when you dig into it, like what's, it's cool in itself. Turns out that was her, like her, you know, seven foot tall Dutch tour manager, who's not a singer and just has a very low voice. And she brought him in and said, do this. That's great, man. Come on. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm looking for, bro. Five seconds flat, that Lizzie McAlpine album. May I just play you another little clip? Yes, please. Like, I heard this when I was listening through this album for the first time, and the last 45 seconds of this song, All My Ghosts, 
stopped me in my tracks and it made me think I'm going to listen to this album constantly for the next year. I mean, just some good guitars, some like smart playing. Mm-hmm. Makes a guy sort of calm down a little bit. It you does. Know? It does. Feel it... better about the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that's that's what's getting me these days is just like, are you if you can do something really striking or beautiful or or whatever. I'll take it. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been. That's great. That's what I mean, I've been doing great. this summer. That's really good. You know, I'm I'm glad. I'm really happy for both of us uh, because, well, you know, it's uh, it's it's tough being a music consumer these days, isn't it? Um, and it's just it's good that we have started this new season not jaded and dejected mm-hmm. but rather with a, with a little green sprout yeah. coming up through the cracks in the sidewalk that's yes that's nice and to that end pal i think something we've something we have talked about in the interim here between seasons and something we want to do more that we didn't do as much in the first season is talk about new music mm. right yep like i do think it's i think it it behooves us to see what is happening there. And I think if, if we approach it in kind of this way of, of looking for just the, the stuff that is bucking against um, these conventions, the tide, yes, you know, that will help. And I think it may give me and, and all of us, the will to go on that you know what tim that is well put that's really well put i think you know there's always stuff to be said about well obviously i love music history right Mm -hmm. i want to talk about punk rock and bluegrass and all that stuff and we will yeah we will that excites me in a similar way because you you look back and you're like oh this is amazing how this all how this all happened Mm -hmm. and how we got to there from you're to hear from there. Uh, in a similar way, there is great new stuff happening. Sure. And there's no reason uh, for us to sit here in our leather armchairs <laughs> griping about how terrible the, the music is on the radio these days. That's right. That's right. That's, That's not a podcast anybody wants to listen to. No, for sure. I think it's important that we that we lay out where we are, though, which is like a little a little burnt out on this stuff. Absolutely. But let's uh you know what I ought to, I think if we are if we are wise and have open hearts. Mm-hmm. I think by the end of this season, we'll, I bet we can all be excited and thrilled about the future once more. Frick, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
come on. <laughs> I mean, what is, else is there to say? This is great. This is this is thrilling. This was not this was not supposed to go this direction this episode. We were just going to throw a beach ball around and have some smirnoff ices, but uh, <laughs> no, it's better that it went this way. Yeah, I like this. This is good. Your buddies will continue in a moment. Kind of mad that I didn't take a step Thought you were too good for me, my dear Never gave the time of day, my dear It's okay, things happen for Reasons that I think are sure, yeah This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Marcus Zuckerberg. Mark. It's not Marcus. It's just Mark. Mark Zuckerberg calls up Ear Buddies personally. Can't believe I can't believe I talked to Mark on the phone <laughs> and says this Elon business has got to stop. He is soaking up the news coverage, the oxygen, the online, the, the bandwidth, if we, you know, we already mentioned that. It's, it's all Elon all day long. I'm still here, gang. I'm making the metaverse. Ever heard of it? Matt, ever heard of the metaverse? And how, Tim. <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's a few months ago, it is all people were talking about. Oh, yeah. All your... Your little torso, memoji sort of looking guy your with little, no legs. Yeah, that's right. Your little, your yeah, the me from the Wii channel. Yeah, exactly. Sort of, but better and different. <laughs> and this time without legs. I don't know. It's great, though. It's, it is better and different. <laughs> it's better and different. Good enough that Facebook stock price in the last like week has taken a significant nosedive. I say Facebook. I do mean meta. Yes, you do mean meta. Facebook is just part of the metaverse, folks. And so, right, so bad news for Mark, made worse by the fact that all anyone wants to talk about is Twitter right now. Who cares about that? Matt, Twitter? Tim, I don't even want to hear the word. No. I, I don't care. You know what my favorite thing? Like, I think it's sort of a, like, you're revealing... You're revealing more about yourself when you say this than I think people realize when they say, oh, Twitter's a cesspool. I hate Twitter. Do you know that that type of person? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And how. <laughs> I mean, I do. I don't really know what it is about that person that's revealed when they say that, but it's like, you're just looking at the wrong tweets. Like, I'm having a really good time yeah, on there no. in general. I get it. I get it's terrible, but it's super fun. Yeah. Well, Facebook, though. Man, I don't know if you've been on Facebook lately. No, I haven't. Well, it's a hoot and a half. We're having a lot of fun over there these days. Yeah? Yeah, we're sharing uh, text overlaid on images. You can choose the color of the background and the font and everything. Wow. It's really neat. Like a birthday party. It's kind of like sending an e-card to a friend. That's the metaverse. That's really good to hear. I mean, I, <laughs> I haven't been there for a minute. I moved out. Uh, that's okay. But it obviously serves an important purpose that you got to imagine Mark is getting a little hot under the collar seeing all this news about Twitter. That's, I mean, 
what is Twitter? Is Twitter influencing global politics and elections? <laughs> I don't really think so. Well, not yet. No. <laughs> and not not in such a way as Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook has or Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. That's right. Because let's not forget, Tim, as I know we have, uh, that this ad is for Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but look, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. needs some pop. He needs some polish. That's why he's here. He's also here because, here's a fun fact for you, uh, my aunt, my mm-hmm. mother's brother's wife, is a math teacher... Okay. Uh, at Phillips Exeter Academy. Tim, Mark Zuckerberg went to Phillips Exeter Academy, and my aunt no. taught him mathematics. <gasps> so, Matt! I know, isn't that wild? And I assume that was part of why he's so good at math. <laughs> because of Stephanie. Holy smokes, bro. This anyway, is huge. It is huge. I mean, it's a massive, massive deal. Uh, but not the point. <laughs> Tim, what is the point? The point is that we can all make our jokes about Elon Musk. We can all point our fingers and laugh at the billionaire. Hardy har har. He bought a website that he didn't need and he <laughs> is driving it into the ground. Whoop de doo. <laughs> Mark's over here holding it down at Meta. Mark built this city. Brick by brick, <laughs> On bro. rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. Yes. This was all Mark. And yeah. he, Elon comes in out of nowhere, having never created a thing in his life. Is, I'm just going to say it. Is he an American business magnate? No, he's a South African business <laughs> magnate. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. I'm he sorry. He didn't go to Phillips Exeter Academy. How good could he possibly be at math? Not that great. But Mark, I mean, for... Facebook is like you like you said Tim earlier uh Facebook is a nation state it's more than a nation that's state. right meta is 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 the air we breathe is it not pretty soon pretty soon the collapse of the metaverse will effectively be the collapse of the world that's exactly correct and so I think we all need to give a little bit more due uh respect mm-hmm. To our guy, Mark Elliott Zuckerberg, the guy who brick by brick built Facebook and has kept that home for us for years. It's there. It's not. He didn't sell it. Nope. He didn't. He, the, he, the, the stock price is what it is. Listen, <laughs> the market fluctuates okay folks ups and downs but what do you do you ride out the storm yeah look you don't know anything about the stock market (laughs) do you tim i sure don't no heck it's probably gonna get better right it always does most things i think it must (laughs) it must get better i mean the moral arc of the universe is long but (laughs) But it it does bend bend toward justice and getting that that (laughs) stock back up that's exactly right martin luther king was correct and Barack Obama. Yes, and Bar- both of them. I just don't know why people are so mad mm-hmm. that they have these little half-person characters in the metaverse that don't look exactly like you. Give it time, the stock will come up. In five years, Tim, in five years, I'm going to be... 
I will, my human body will have wasted away entirely, <laughs> but I'm going to be having a blast and a half in Homie, the metaverse. You and I are going to be playing beach volleyball. It's going to be amazing. We're going to, we're going to go, we're going to go hang gliding. Yes. We can do whatever we want. We can change our hairstyles on a whim. We can marry several different, whoever we want, probably animals. Right? This is Habo Hotel, baby. It's this is Second be Life. So great! This it's, is the metaverse. It is not even Second Life. It is life itself. It's the metaverse. Thank you. Mark it's... Zuckerberg is God. <laughs> I think we should leave it right there you and no just rebuttal. say, Mark, thanks for the thanks for sponsoring today's episode. Amen. Amen. Welcome back to Ear Buddies, season two, uh, going in a direction that I couldn't have predicted and I couldn't be happier about, pal. Mm, Yeah, we really did something here. (laughs) This is why we got to be in the same room, man. The energy is different. (laughs) The energy is different. (laughs) It really is. If we're going to rethink pop music and our relationship to it, I think we should start on a on the right foot, right? So let's play show and tell mm-hmm. and lean a little bit further into what's got us hot in the pants right now. Like what what are we feeling good about in pop? Love that. Okay, so um not to lean too heavily into girls. Um <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, don't uh, don't. But an artist that I've really been loving mm-hmm. lately is a, a lady by the name of Holly Humberstone. She's kind of coming up on the scene a little bit and um, has released some really dope tracks. And the one I'd like to play for you, Tim, and for the whole entire army is one called Scarlet. You said, darling, will we go the distance? In such blissful ignorance Couldn't hit more like a boat from the blue And hate me If you're gonna hate me But just say it plainly With everything lately I just need the truth So that one is off uh, an EP that she released a few years ago Called The Walls Are Way Too Thin She has released uh, a new album just mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, um, sick, and it, it's 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 just it's fresher, Tim. Yeah, it's it's a little more fresh than a lot of the stuff we're hearing these mm. days. I would say, um, sort of slick, kind of innovative production, cool phrasing that you don't often hear. Um, it's hooky, it's catchy. It's I don't think it's um, you know, it's not earth shattering groundbreaking in and of itself but which is fine which is fine what it does do is give me a little spark of hope will we go the distance as i stood there pouring my heart out with you just completely unfazed and you said scarlet i don't need to be responsible for everything you're feeling your emotional grim reaper i feel bad for you i can't entertain these games Hate to rain on your parade It's just the way I'm feeling It's just the way I'm feeling 
It's cool because yeah, she's working within some of the the sort of set boundaries. Like she's singing, mm, yep. she's singing like a 2022 pop. Hundred percent. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That's right. But the writing is there. Yes. That's and the, great. And the production is different. But yeah, that's exactly it. Because you know, this is not super far afield from, I guess, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right. But there's a a certain je ne sais quoi <laughs> that. I sort of get from from this lady from Holly, and uh, I, I just I'm glad I'm glad she's around. Me too. I'm stoked to check out that whole new album. I will share uh, some hot new music that I am liking a lot that we've talked about actually already a little bit uh, this season, and that is the latest album from. The 1975 Being Funny in a Foreign Language. I've been suicidal, you've been gone for weeks. If I'm undecided, you decide for me. Maybe I'll do anything that you wanna. I'll try anything that you wanna. I'll try. So why does this give me hope? Well, uh, man, it's partly because Jack's on this sucker. <laughs> Dive into that, please. Okay, we we uh, started the Jacklash. I think. <laughs> yes, that was us. Uh, and we have been we have bemoaned uh, what you could argue Jack's uh, sort of samey production has done in terms of kind of boxing in what a lot of indie-ish female pop stars are doing at this time for the last few years and feeling pretty bummed about that. But the fact that Jack is like the producer on this new album of the 1975s, which is a band that I like but have often sort of felt these guys are kind of stuck in their own rut. Mm-hmm. You have a guy who frustrates at times with his production in Jack and a band that feels a little stagnant to me sometimes. 100%. They've come together and make and they've made an album that's really fresh and really different and it's good. It's different from their old stuff and it doesn't and it shows me that I should have hope in what Jack Antonoff can do cuz this is a this is different than what he's doing with Taylor Swift, which I'm not I'm out on. Yep. But he knows how to produce an album, darn it. That's that's the thing. Like you know, we've always we've said we, we don't not like Jack. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, right. He's obviously a very talented producer, and I think what a lot of people don't understand is that like he doesn't just do the sub-bass and, and sub-synth type 80s thing all the time. He's not that bad of a producer. If he was, he wouldn't be in demand. Right. And, and like you mentioned as well, like this, this album I think is really good. I've listened to it quite a few times. Um, because the 1975, there's a lot of uh, 80s synth-pop stylings that they've had for yep. you know quite a while. Yep. Um, and this isn't like a brand new experiment for them. But it's it does sound 
different and and fresher and definitely even like less self-indulgent if i may than their last couple albums you know for sure uh they were trying to prove too too many points i think on those and Mm. now i think it's it's all about the tunes for them again (laughs) it comes back to that and i mean i don't it just it naturally comes back yeah. The conversation will always come around to the tunes if you're doing a good job. That's what I think. We're off to a nice start here, bud. I think the Halloween episode was upsetting. Yeah, but it had to be done. It had to be done. I think the Taylor Swift stuff. I mean, you could look at a, you could look at the start of this season and say, "Oh, these guys are dour. <laughs> they hate this. What are they even doing? They shouldn't have a podcast about music." But we do. We sure do. And doggone it, I think you, I think I'm leaving this episode uh, feeling fresh. Yeah. Feeling good. There's a whole world out there, man. It's not just the, the algorithmically uh, boosted 20 seconds of a song on TikTok. You know, you hear, you hear the story about Steve Lacey's big hit and people go to his concert and sing that verse and nothing else because they don't know anything else that's depressing this is a tonic my friend this is an antidote for that sort of behavior and culture it's all about the tunes and there are a lot of good ones coming out every friday i guess (laughs) i would say every friday we're gonna talk about it. We're just gonna talk about them, and yeah, I think I think uh, we'll we'll hit those. Uh, we'll offer further historical context because we know we love that. Oh yeah, but um, exciting times ahead, my friend, and my and my friends in the army. Yeah, we turn now to you. We turn away from each other and back <laughs> to the audience and say, "Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe. Leave an iTunes review." Yeah. Yeah, leave an iTunes review on iTunes. Lord Almighty, we need it. <laughs> that stuff is important. Yeah, it really. They're is. gonna pull the plug on us. Uh, uh, they yeah, are. That's they are fine. Uh, and now I'm turning back to Matt and saying, "Nice seeing you, pal, buddy. Great spending time in real life with you, and um, talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> See you, bud." <laughs>